0: Your spirit guide Hey, hey, welcome, welcome uh, Welcome to this episode of Heart Travels with Bauki I want to thank you for listening uh, Well, I can't say it enough, you know, humanity needs you On your path of transformation and alignment with Source. So we all need you making your steps on your own spiritual path. So, you know, this time I want to talk about your team of spirit guides and how you can connect to them. How uh, you can start to ask them for help um because in my experience uh and you know i've 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 had the experience of utter utter loneliness for well you know the longest period of, of years in my life <laughs> my whole childhood actually so you know discovering uh the help that is there from your team of spirit guides and uh, practicing how to ask for help, I mean, that just makes life on earth so much easier. So, you know, that's the topic of this podcast. So, mm, first I want to talk about why do we actually have spirit guides? Well, you know, these guides, your team of spirit guides are here to help you uh on Schoolroom Earth to learn your karmic lessons um I've heard from the Archangels that they call Schoolroom Earth the great school of duality now what is duality, and I think it's best to to you know give you some examples of duality because it makes it a lot easier. Uh, to understand. Now, for instance, light and dark, duality. Summer and winter, duality. Good and bad, so-called good and bad, duality. So, in this great school of duality that we call Earth or reality, (laughs) uh, we have freedom of choice. We can choose the light or we can choose the dark. And, of course, you know, when you're on your spiritual path, you discover more and more that when you choose for the light, it leads to a joyful, joyful experience. And, well, you know, obviously, when you choose for the dark, not so much. And, yeah, you know, I I have had quite some darkness in my life. So, um, yes, of course, the darkness can teach you a lot of things. Uh, just as the lightness can teach you a lot of things. And, you know, I prefer to be taught by the lightness. But, you know, I had a lot, lot of karmic lessons to learn uh, to come to the light or to, you know, well, more often anyway. I'm not there 100%. (laughs) I'm not enlightened. But, you know, hey. Uh, that's maybe something for another podcast about enlightenment. Maybe when I get there, I can I can do a podcast about enlightenment. Uh, okay, so, uh, you know, the next thing to talk about, what is karma, actually? Because, you know, people have different understanding about it. And the way I see it, karma is the collection of uncompleted life lessons that you came in to learn here on this schoolroom earth. You know, schoolroom lessons seems obvious. So, you know, we all came into this lifetime with the intention of learning these karmic lessons and finding ways to give expression to our true authentic nature. Because, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, showing my true authentic nature to people mm, as I'm in the process of doing that. For instance, with this podcast, you know, there's enough people in my life that mm, don't actually know I, you know, have an angelic soul or, you know, that. I am actually a shaman or you know that I work with energy or or even that I'm on the spiritual path and uh, you know I don't have to share that with anybody but you know being out there on the internet uh you know I'm I'm kind of finishing my basic website right now that is talking about that um it's it's you know it can be a scary thing and that's one of my karmic lessons to, to come out uh and it feels like to me it feels like an outing that you know i can imagine for instance uh people that that are gay uh are going through at some point in their life or Uh, People that are bisexual or or transgender or, you know, those type of people have an outing too. Well, you know, I'm going through my own outing. So, you know, that for me is a karmic lesson because I know that in previous lifetimes I I have had to hide that side of me because, uh, you know, I was being being prosecuted as, you know, if I would come out with, uh, you know, the gifts that I have. Uh, the talents that i have so you know learning these karmic lessons uh will help you to continually evolve into a state of oneness with all creation wow you know even when i say that <laughs> i get goosebumps oneness with all creation you know this feeling is a flow of being one you know the feeling that mystics Uh, ...are talking about. Uh, That is also maybe a topic for another podcast... ...because otherwise this podcast is just going to be way too long. Uh, But, you know, uh, another question uh, that you might be asking... ...is how do you know what your karmic lessons are? Well, the simplest way to explain that is... ...if you become aware of situations... That repeat themselves in your reality. You know, when you, there are situations that you think, oh, different faces, different places, but you know, this is just the same ball game all over again, then you know that there's a karmic lesson to be learned. Uh, and a lot of the karmic lessons you can see in your relationships in your friendships if you have patterns you know repeating themselves there there is a karmic lesson there for example you know if you attract if you attract people that drain your energy what do you think could be the karmic lesson well you know i think for instance to value yourself more so that you feel valuable enough to set your own boundaries... or to take care of yourself first. Oh, I I see this karmic lesson a lot. I've seen this karmic lesson a lot with myself. But also, you know, with all the empaths and high sensitives uh, that are my clients. Or, you know, the karmic lesson might be to take care of your own energy first... So that you have enough energy to give. And that's mm, I, actually what I think a lot of people are. They think it's selfish to, uh, selfish to take care of themselves first. But you know that's just very very important to do that. Or uh, the lesson might be to allow yourself to make choices. Regarding what people you want in your life. And which ones you don't want in your life. You are allowed to make those choices. Uh, The lesson might be to be able to lovingly and compassionately say goodbye to people, uh, you know, to those who keep draining your energy or that just don't feel good to be around. Or the lesson might be to make your own energy so consistent for example, in the emotion of satisfaction or hopefulness, so that the people around you will show you their satisfied or hopeful side, because you know when you become really, really consistent in a certain emotion and there's other people around you, then I know I don't know if you've had this experience, but I have, you know, I do that in sessions. I make my own energy so consistent that my client's energy has to move up to my level of energy. It's just the dominant energy in the room. So, you know, that might be a lesson that you can learn. So, you know, your team of spirit guys are here to help you learn your karmic, l- karmic lessons. And this this sounds very big and important and life-changing, and of course it is. But, you know, the help of your spirit guides can also come in helping you to find solutions to what might seem to you very mundane problems. Uh, because, you know, they can help you to find more ease and flow on your spiritual path and helping you to find solutions to these very mundane you know problems might do just that you know find ease and flow so who are these spirit guides actually well as i have understood it you know your team is like a mix of deceased family members or loved ones There might be some ascended masters in there, which are, you know, souls that have lived uh, on schoolroom earth, that actually have had lives on schoolroom earth and have found enlightenment. Uh, There might be, or not might be, there for sure are some angels in there and other non physical beings. And, you know, I won't go into other uh, non physical (laughs) beings because, then again, It's a whole other podcast. So, you know, I want to go into how do you connect with your team of spirit guides? How do you receive the guidance of these wise beings? Well, the obvious thing is to ask for help. (laughs) It's just very simple. And... You know, I, I don't know, of course, exactly where you are on your spiritual path, but asking for help, I mean, that used to be really, really hard for me uh, because, you know, I, I just didn't do that. I You know, I, I was thinking I had to rely solely on my own actions. And like I said, you know, I felt very alone. So I, I also wasn't trusting the help that I would, ask for from other people Uh, you know i thought you know it's just i had thoughts like "Mm, i can solve this on my own i don't have to bother other people with this but the thing is once you start asking for help from your team of spirit guides and you notice the high quality you know, the amazing quality of their answers and their solutions, you will notice that life becomes so much easier. Um, for instance, you know, I I uh, I was in the process of, and this is just recently, I was in the process of buying a car. Now, I don't know anything about cars, and, and I wanted to buy a second-hand car, I thought, you know, I'm going to ask for help from my team of spirit guides. So what I did was, you know, after meditation or, you know, you can do it at any time of the day, I said, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me to find the perfect car for me. You know, the perfect car for my finances and for the travels that I desire to do with this car. You know, I made it a little bit more specific. I actually didn't have to do that because they know all about me. They know me inside out, my team. But, you know, it helps my ego to think, okay, you know, I'm going ge- to ask for specific help, as specific as uh, it feels good to be. So, you know, that's what I asked for, the perfect car for my finances and the perfect car for the travels that I desire to do. So, you know, I also, for instance, ask regularly for clients that are exactly ready for what I have to offer. Because I know when these clients are exactly ready for what I have to offer, we have like this magical meetings and sessions uh, and it's just, just you know, that just feels really, really good to me, you know, to have sessions with people that are exactly ready. So when I asked for this, the help with this car, I think it was about two weeks later, I got a new client who, drumroll, is a car salesman. (laughs) I mean, how magic can you have it? And, uh, you know, he had been in the past, he had been a mechanic as well. Uh, so, this is like the perfect combination. And he was exactly ready for me because I, we had a magical session. And, uh, you know, so after our session, I asked him, you know, do you want to help me to buy, you know, a good secondhand car? And he said, yes. And now I have. A really, really good second-hand car because of his help. And this car feels so good to me. It's exactly what I need. Exactly the car that I need. I mean, it's not some kind of BMW or whatever, you know, but it's exactly the car that fits me right now. Now, for example, you know, another example from my own life, Um, I have a dog named Chaya. She is a hunting dog. Now, I have have trained her quite well, but the thing is, she is a hunting dog. And when I come to places where there are rabbits uh, or other small animals, she's just out of control. And my desire for her is to walk freely. I don't like having my dog on a leash, you know. So I want her to be my companion on the walks and the the adventures I go on. But I also want to rely on her staying close to me. And so, you know, I asked for help from the team of my spirit guides. I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. For helping me to find a way to control Gaia in such a way that I can go on adventurous walks with my dog and she will stay stay with me, so what happened, and you know it took some time, but through a friend who also owns a dog that needs training, I met this dog trainer, and I talked to the this trainer you know, about my dog, because, you know, she went to the park with this trainer, and I thought, well, you know, it might be a good idea to just be in the park. She actually invited me, uh, my friend, to just see how the training was going, and, uh, you know, the the thing is, this trainer also owns a hunting dog. (laughs) <laughs> so she knows exactly what hunting dogs need to control. And, you know, I've been talking to people who own other types of dogs, type of dogs, and and they just don't understand the extra, extra hunting thing that happens with hunting dogs, how out of control they become. So I was talking to this trainer, and she said it was really, really Possible for you to control the hunting. To 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 tell you, to be able to, you know, after a few lessons, to tell your dog, okay, now you're allowed to hunt, and now you aren't. And this is exactly what I want. Now, this trainer is quite expensive. So, you know, when I came back from the park on my bicycle, because I live in Amsterdam, I went back to my house from meeting this trainer, and I was really enthusiastic, and I said to myself... Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, to my team. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me to find the financial resources to pay for this trainer and to pay for these lessons. Now, I I still get goosebumps (laughs) talking about it because after two hours, uh, you know, when I got home and I was just minding my own business, my friend called you know, the other dog owner, and she told me that she had received an inheritance inheritance, and she offered me to pay the lessons for this trainer. Now, how magical is that? Ooh, goosebumps all over. So, you know, these are just a few examples out of my life where things are just made so much easier because I'm just asking for help. So, what are the lessons that I learned from this, so far anyway? Ask for help. So, you know, uh, asking for a car or the training of my dog or finances, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how mundane you think. You might think, well, you know, my my guides and my team is only busy with very important life-changing stuff. No, 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 no! Your team of guides want to help you to solve any problem. Any problem. So, because in their helping, because they are waiting for you to ask them for help, because they are there, their mission is to help you. And for you to ask for that help is helping them to be busy with with what they love to do most, which is to help you. So it also taught me to trust that the help is coming. It also taught me this whole process of just releasing the question and then to trust. Because, you know, I don't know, have to know how the help or the guidance is coming. I don't know. have to know in what way, shape or form it will come. I just have to practice the trust that it will come. Now, you have to know that asking for help and receiving help or gifts was never easy for me. I just never trusted others enough to let them help me. I was like this, you know, badass... mm, (laughs) Badass... (laughs) I should make a soundscape from this. Badass... (laughs) Badass woman. That was just like, you know, I can do everything on my own. I don't need help. You know, I will manage. But... You know, through the healing of my inner child, this process that I have been going through and I'm still going through because I'm still practicing this healing, I have learned to trust myself and, and I've learned to trust the guidance of my team of uh, spirit guides. So, because I've learned to trust myself more, I also, attract people whose help I can trust, because now you know this these lessons that my my dog friend is giving to me it's quite a sum of money that she's giving to me to trust this I mean like five years ago, maybe even one year ago, I wouldn't be able to trust that she would that she would just give this to me without an assumption of me having to give her something in return. I can now trust that. So, you know, this whole process has helped me to trust. Now, how do you ask for help from your team? I mean, if you're just starting out with the asking, start with little things. Start with the mundane things. to Just, you know, experiment. And For example, you know, you can ask for um, having a nice meal or being able to prepare a really nice meal or getting the inspiration to ha- prepare a really nice meal or getting a free cup of coffee today or uh, being on z- exactly on time for an appointment, you know, little things like that. And when you've had some practice with those little things, you can ask for more important things. Because, you know, asking these little things helps you to to grow this trust that I was talking about, you know, being able to, to grow your level of trust that you are able to feel. So when this level of trust is growing, then you become more and more ready to ask for solutions to more important issues in my life. And the way I ask for those more important solutions is um, I ask for the next step in, for instance, solving my loneliness. So then I would say, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me to find the next step in solving my loneliness. Or, you know, I will, I, I will say, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me to find the next step in evolving my business in a way that fits me perfectly. You can see that there's, you know, that I kind of leave it open what this next step should be. Uh, It's kind of a question that just has to do with the process of the whole evolvement of me and my business and life on planet Earth. (laughs) Uh, Because I can also ask for inspiration. And then I would say, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me to connect or to find out the next Inspiring step regarding the growth of my business. Or I say thank you, thank you, thank you for filling me with the inspiration that will help me to do the next step. Or I can say thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me to attract the next man in my life at the perfect time for me. And then after asking the questions, the question, I let it go and I will trust that the answer will come in the time, the, uh, you know, with perfect divine timing. That's quite important, you do know, let letting go. So you might have noticed that instead of a question, I state my gratitude for the help that they offer as if they have o- already offered it. And I personally have reserved my three thank yous for my team of spirit guides. And yes, you know, of course I've done some experiments and and as I said, you know, these experiments have helped me to trust my team more and more because, you know, with a lot of processes, you have to go through the experience to be able to trust more and more and more. So... You know, I hope that you, uh, after hearing my examples uh, uh, and the way that I do it, I hope you feel inspired to ask your team of non-physical spiritual guides for help. Because this is what they love to do more, most, you know. This is their heart's desire is to help you. Uh, you know, and of course, try not to be impatient for the answers to come. Try to see it as an experiment. experiment. Just be a little loose and lighthearted about it. You know, a fun thing to do and to see what happens. Okay, well, this was it for this episode of Heart Travels with Paukje. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some insights and learned something new and valuable. Okay, this is it. Till next time. Bye-bye.